There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free hey it's jonas knox looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 u.s based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human in customer service anytime sounds like a real game changer if you ask us make the right call and get the service you deserve with discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com forward slash credit card this is tracy v wilson from stuff you missed in history class the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Monday edition, uh-oh, it is Black Monday. Despite how you say it, regardless of how you say it, bad things are happening for several coaches around the NFL. We will get into all that for you here. Plus, we're going to look at the NFL playoff picture. It is set in the AFC and the NFC. Interesting matchups, teams limping in, scary opponents. It's all yours, plus the usual fun stuff. Coming up next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, a Monday edition on Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, baby. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate it. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 and recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be good morning tire rat the regular season is in the books in the nfl it finished up with the afc east clincher for the buffalo bills left for dead not that long ago and yet here the bills are afc's champions and the two seed and miami's now got to go on the road and it's going to be the tyree kill entertaining game right I mean, it was Bit as sloppy. delivered. Well, it was entertaining, though. Yeah. I mean, it had that that big game feeling to it, like almost like a great, uh, you know, kind of setup for for heading into the the college championship game. It just it just had a championship feel to it, like yeah. you could feel it. Yeah. There's a lot. Going I mean, on I was there. entertained. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice if Miami was fully healthy. That would have been nice. But yeah, but no, who's fully healthy though? You know, who's fully healthy? We are. <laughs> Penn State. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that is very true. Um, but the Bills, and, and look, Josh Allen 
turnovers, all the other things that came along with it. But you do have to credit Buffalo because there was a lot of discussion early in the year talking about major changes after the season. I don't think anybody would have projected them being the two seed. You know, I was very clear on saying I felt like Buffalo hit their ceiling. And, and I, you know, I – I, I don't know that I, I I don't stand on it anymore. I'm just not as bullish on saying they hit their ceiling. I, I think they're going to have a tough matchup against the Steelers out the gate. I think that's a tough draw, even though a TJ list, uh, TJ Watt list defense, the Steelers team is probably not going to be close to as formidable as they need to be. But I mean, come on, if you if you're looking at where Buffalo is right now, their offensive line has been intact. They're they're playing pretty well. They've they've been able to establish the run. Josh Allen is is playing, you know, at at what is seemingly a pretty high level and 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 their defense is playing at a high level. So they look like they have all the elements that they need to be competitive in, in the playoffs. So if I'm a, if I'm a Bills fan, being able to get that win in in what would be considered a hostile environment. Um, and and going into the playoffs the way that they are, I mean they they got some momentum. They have some momentum, and I, I think that that's pretty important for this Bills team right now. The, have they been having momentum? Like this Bills team has been in playoff mode. It feels like since the middle of the season. Oh yeah, I mean mm-hmm. they've kind of had to be right, mm-hmm. but now it's led to the number one, number two seed. And I'll be honest, like if you're going to play one team in the AFC, I I think it'd be the Steelers. Yeah, like isn't that the one team you'd probably want to play offensively? You're playing against probably a backup quarterback in Mason Rudolph. You know they they you know have a hard time creating a lot of offensive output, and now without their best player, that'd be the team that I'd want to play against. I, I don't disagree with that one bit. It's it, but it's just I don't know, and and, and maybe I just kind of live in this whole altered. I guess, reality of what the past has represented where you have teams that's like, I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. but And and the Steelers have always seemed to be that team. Like, I think they were the first team to be like a sixth seed that went to the Super Bowl and won it or something to that effect. Like, they were like one of the lowest seeds and had to go on the road and win it. But that, it, that's old. That's, let, that's an old Steelers team, you know? So Let me pose this question. If you were... If you were the Dolphins last night, you had one of two options, okay? You lose, you go to Kansas City, plays the Chiefs. You win, right? You turn around and play Buffalo, I believe, at home. A week, like, you run it back a week from now. That I want Kansas scenario. City. I, I was just going to say, like... I'll take Kansas is, City. This isn't the worst thing for Miami. No. It no. sounds terrible to say because it's Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, in Arrowhead, but it just it feels like if there's a if there's a time to catch Kansas City where they don't feel like they're the Kansas City we've seen the previous what five years yeah this would be it right and and, and I guess if you're looking for a team and a storyline Tyree Kill back to Kansas City for a playoff game to me is almost as good as it gets maybe outside of the Goff Stafford you know conversation and as um, you know you get the Lions hosting the Rams next week but like that's also a pretty like tantalizing headline tantalizing oh yeah that's a I good mean, word Tyreek it's tantalizing yeah <laughs> and it, and it's also Kansas City's offense is nowhere close to what it was before so it's not like like Miami may only need a couple of big plays 
and they're in that game or threatening to win that game in Kansas City. I still think the Chiefs win that game. Just, I mean, I'll take the uh, the home teams. So that's probably good news for Miami based on on how I've your done this year. This year? Yeah. Terrible. But um, you get a lot of people though coming to your defense <laughs> on Twitter. You know, hey, it's been a tough year, Jonas. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not that voice. What's that? What is NPC. that voice? Yeah, what is, that's the NPC what voice. What is that voice? What are you getting? That's been non, a tough year, Jonas. Non-playable character. The NPC voice. You know, my kids do that best. They do that all the time. It's like, Dad, I don't understand why you have to be that way. I said, What? How? What? What way? Well, it was like. Why you guys can't clean up your rooms in the morning? Like, it just seems so crazy that I have to come back. I'm like, wait, what voice is that? I don't sound like that when I talk. <laughs> Jonas, my, da- Jonas. My, my daughter said, that's an NPC voice, Dad. You can't, I can't use my voice when I'm talking about you. It's funny. Yeah. I don't know it's if I can do thing. an NPC voice. It's that, yeah, you can. Because if you're... There you go. That's close. That's close. Not bad. I, I mean, like you're about ready to take a nap and you're also on some Xanax there. That's, that, yeah. that definitely sounds like um, some Xanax. So the, uh, the, the, the Josh Allen game last night, though, it... Um, like it's not pretty. Whatever Buffalo's doing is not pretty. And it doesn't feel like this is the same really dangerous Buffalo team that's going to rely on their offense and all that. I mean, they are winning games. I just don't know how how viable of a threat they are in the AFC. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think what's not viable about him is you can't expect him to be the leading rusher, and you can't expect him – I mean, he was 30 for 38. He made two bad decisions. They both happened to be interceptions and – in the end zone and just, I don't know, but he's playing outstanding. Like to me, the problem with Buffalo moving forward is he's got to play in this Superman, you know, fast paced mode where he's just kind of at the line operating quick, playing fast. And you, you heard Collinsworth talk about that, but that's what we've witnessed. And by the way, like I go back to Joe Brady when he first came on the scene back for that, was it the 2019 LSU national championship team with Burrow or 18, whatever the hell it was. You know, when when Joe Brady was their passing game coordinator, that's how Burrow operated fast and, and effective. And it's like he, he's implemented some of those same, um, I don't know if it's philosophies or strategies, but it's the, it's the exact same thing with Josh Allen. And you're seeing it pay off in the manner in which he plays. The, I, I just think the tough thing is, like, can you rely on that? Like, can you rely on one guy basically, you know, taking this thing on? And granted, it is the quarterback, so I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like, I don't know, it feels kind of tough. Like, you need a defense, you need a running game. We talk about those things all the time when you get to the playoffs. Well, this is a case where you've got a quarterback who's carrying everything. And I think it's hard to do for three games throughout the course of the playoffs and then a fourth in the Super Bowl. Uh, But it seems to be their formula. It seems to be their formula, and that's a couple teams' formula, right? I think that that's Baltimore's formula. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, that's Kansas City's formula. I mean, there's a couple of them that where their quarterback has got to carry the load if well, they're going to be able to win it. I would say this. I think Kansas City's defense has carried them all year. Yeah. And that's not like an opinion. I just go look at how well they've played some of those lower scoring games. There's been games where Mahomes hasn't played that well, and it's been the defense that has actually kept them in it. So I think, I think the previous five years, sure. It's been Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyree Kill, and last year was – you know, the, the sum of the parts at wide receiver. But this year, I, I think the most consistent piece has been the Chiefs defense. I uh, think I'll say this. No about that. I'll say this in response to that. 
if Patrick Mahomes isn't the catalyst of carrying this team in the playoffs oh, and it's done. up to the defense, they might be one and done. They might be done first round, going home. Let's have a conversation about what's going to happen next year. What do they do for the future? Because this is not the same Kansas City team. If Patrick Mahomes isn't Patrick Mahomes, this isn't a Kansas City team that's going to make it very far. I would be willing to to stand on that. I'll die on that hill. But you're not going to stand on the Bills. Oh. I think because Josh Allen has been Josh Allen and we know that Josh Allen, I believe we know that Josh Allen can carry the load the way that he does and the defense is playing the way that they're playing. It gives me a little bit more confidence to say that this is a a style of play that can get them deep into into the playoffs, especially coming out against a team where it's a wounded team. It's not, it's not going to be a team that's that's at full strength. I think I, I don't know that they've hit their ceiling in terms of of what they can accomplish, but with that being said, I'm not fully confident to say that the Bills are a team that can just navigate through the AFC side of of the conference. I just don't can, I don't see it. Can I also ask a, a question to clarify something? Sure. Cuz you use the phrase stand on it. Mhm. And it, Stand based on, on the ur- based on the Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always I've read the definition to be to accelerate in a speedy or aggressive manner. Mm. Is that no? That wouldn't be the the latest iteration of stand on it. Stand so on. They it. need to update the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, because the the latest the the way I get it from the the youth of today and how they're using stand on it. It's it's a a definitive declaration of belief. It's like if if you say, is it like say it with your chest? Like yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. Like I'm saying it with my like. There is no doubt about it that if I say this, like this is what it is. That's your standing on it. You know that's 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 how the youth use it these days. And I so, just try to use their lingo. You know that's all that is. So like so standing on business isn't like sticking to your values and like walking the walk, not just talking the talk. No, that's, that's it not, too. No, that's oh, it too. It's just not keep your foot on the accelerator. It's not about I think like kind of like going fast with something. I think it's just more of your belief of what it is that you're saying. Like I'm saying. I believe this unequivocally, like unshaken. This is like, this is what it is to me. I'm standing on it, on business. Stand on okay. that S. Yeah. Okay. Pull that red button out. I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm standing on. Yeah. I'm standing all on this. Eesh. It's right there under under all the cords. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's right the there cords. under the cords. The the going, I'm not going to do it. We get to hear it at the top of every show, you know, of every hour that I definitely red button had a red button moment. You know, you mentioned the Bills and the Chiefs. I think we made the point earlier this year that it's been a long time since Buffalo's gotten Kansas City at home. It seemingly is always at Arrowhead. There is the potential now with Buffalo as the two seed, if things play out the way people expect them to play out, that Buffalo will finally get Kansas City in the divisional round, but it'll be at Rich in Stadium. Buffalo. Yeah, Rich Stadium, you know. Right. And you, you could, guys talked about being concerned about Miami going on the road for the playoffs, but I mean if you think about it, they were on the road last night and had 
and had to win in a hostile environment. I mean, you know? Dolphins fans ought to be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I mean, like, what's the, always the case? See, listen, what's the excuse <laughs> in South Florida? What did you have, like, some tornadoes they or something were playing, this weekend? They were playing victory well, music. I think they were playing cool in the gang celebrate. Celebrate I'll good time when they I'll won the game. I'll save that for the FSR IR. So, <laughs> oh, no. that story. Oh, no. um, yeah, listen, it was. Uh... <laughs> they had on their dark jerseys. Aren't you supposed to wear white jerseys when you're away? <laughs> <laughs> fins to the left, fins to the right, oh, my no. ass. Well, they to the left and to the right. They just yeah. ain't in the middle at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, they're outside the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> they're selling their tickets to Bills fans. Oh, wow. um, but it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. we got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've also got our FSRIR and our two of the program, and it is going to be a good one. Uh, I already got a little bit of a sneak peek, some video coverage of the FSRIR that we'll get to in hour two. Heard about and it. we're going to close up shop with another edition of You and You Out. We've also got our final installment of our Bull Bonanza with the national championship game coming up later on as well, too. It's all yours here. It's a three-hour extravaganza from the TireRack.com studios. But coming up next, we do have ourselves somebody in the NFL who's going to be running into their ex very, very soon. We'll tell you who that is here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Yeah, you going to stand on it? You got to stand on it if you're yeah. going to do it. God smack stinks. <laughs> Good God. That that jacket dress stinks. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not a fan of that? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> well, hopefully it gets warm. Double breasted too. Hopefully it gets warm in the studio there. Uh it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up in about twenty minutes from now from the Tyrac.com studios. There's a lot of haters out there. We got proof. A lot of haters. It involves major names and multiple Super Bowls and a bunch of haters that are out there. We will expose them coming up here in a little over twenty minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, how about uh the Green Bay Packers? How about him? Who who would have thunk it? When Aaron Rodgers departed and went to the Jets, there was conversations about Jets being the Super Bowl team. And all of them, they thunk it. Guda Kunst. And here's the Green Bay Packers and Matt LaFleur, first year after Aaron Rodgers leaves, and they clinch a playoff spot doing what they always do, beating the Bears at home, (laughs) getting into the postseason. A hot Bears team, by the way. They were Eh, trending up. Ain't that hot. Well, not now. <laughs> not at all. I stand on that. Yeah, you they cooled, they cooled right on um, up in Green Bay. And now it does set up the Mike McCarthy Bowl because we've got Packers, there's, Cowboys. There's all kinds of bowls Hell taking yeah. place uh, in the playoffs, huh? Yeah. The Massage <laughs> Bowl, <laughs> you know? What is that? Browns, Texans. What, what bowl? What do you mean? <laughs> Browns, Texans. The Massage Bowl. <laughs> You know, you got the uh, you got the huh? you got the Jared Goff bowl Dang. You know, between the Lions and the Rams. We'll That's a on good one on. too. Like there's uh, there's a lot going on, but Pat- I think the Massage Bowl has the best <laughs> the best title though. That's got to be the best sure. title. You know. Do you think he travels for that game? Uh, by the way, Deshaun, do you think he goes uh, with the team to be a part of that, or probably not? I mean, in Houston, of course he's going to be on the sideline, right? <laughs> with the with a towel and a, and a play, and a play card. Oh, I mean, when you're when you're not dressing for the game, don't you usually have a towel on your shoulder I mean, or in your hand? I mean, if you remember correctly, he's got a towel with him at all times. So wow. I mean, he did. Like that. That's that's in the wow. report. Anybody being upset by that? That's in the report. If you read the report. <laughs> what I mean. Which game do we want to focus on? Uh, let's focus <laughs> in on, yeah, stay, stay on track. Let's focus Come on, on focus, man. first uh, celebrating the fact that the Green Bay Packers are a playoff team first year after Aaron Rodgers departs and they turn it over to Jordan Love, who just what? looks better and better. 
How are the Green Bay Packers not the case study for every NFL franchise what they need to do at quarterback? Mm. It's a great In all seriousness, like, you had a Hall of Famer in Brett Favre. Before he's done, you draft the guy you really like. All right? Premature. You let him sit for three years. He plays. He becomes a first battle Hall of Famer. Wins you a Super Bowl. You then do the same exact thing to him. You trade up to take a guy you really like at that spot. And you sit him for three years. And in his first year of starting, and mind you, Rodgers didn't do this his first year starting. And he didn't take this young of a team. This is the youngest team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. He takes him into the playoffs, and over the last seven games has been absolutely lights out. 16 touchdown passes to only one interception that span. Stand on it. Yes, whatever that means. Yeah. But he's he's playing at an extremely high level. He's thrown for over 4,000 yards. I mean, 32 touchdowns. I just – I come away completely impressed with Jordan Love, his growth, but also just the manner in which Green Bay kind of sticks to their guns. They do what they do. They've been through this process before. And now you have another quarterback – who has proven you he's a franchise guy. I, honestly, I, I think the only thing that was a mistake in this entire process, as you look at the transition, because eventually with, with Aaron Rodgers, they, they're going to have to move on. And I, I'm sure Aaron didn't like the way they did it and how they the lack of communication to him with drafting Jordan Love. But the reality is you know, there's going to be a part of him that's kind of happy to see Jordan Love having success. And he's moved on to the Jets, so it's a different part of the story. The only thing where anyone messed up this whole case was Jordan Love's agent. Because imagine if he was going into the final year of his contract. Oh, God. Imagine that. Now, granted, they could use the fifth-year options they already have, and there's other considerations as to, you know, he wouldn't have gotten paid to play this year as much as he did last year. But, like, they would have been forcing the Green Bay Packers to back up the Brinks truck. Now, he can get a good deal and a good extension with a year left on his deal, but it also can play itself out. And, and, I, and I personally don't think you can get as much money as if you had pressed the free agent scenario and tried to push and push and not taken a, a little two-year deal, an extension that they signed last year, this past year before the season. So that's really the only thing that's messed up because otherwise Jordan Love's cashed in. And I would say this is a hot team right now that I don't know that many people want to see in the playoffs the way Jordan Love's playing. And, and, I, and I just to that point, I also think that the Texans are that other team that, like, I, I don't know, man. The way C.J. Stroud's playing, I wouldn't want to see them if I'm Cleveland. Like, I, I could see Cleveland's defense and the running game and, and Flacco making some throws, but I could also see C.J. Stroud leading them, you know, to some sort of impressive two-minute comeback win. Because he's like that quarterback this year in Houston. Like he's that guy, I think, in the AFC who's been as impressive as anyone. And they turned it around on the defensive side of the ball as well. And that'll give well, they them a lot stop of the run. They struggled against the uh, – Much better than the what they have been. They, I mean, last year's team in comparison to what they are now under well, Nico Ryan. Is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say yeah. forget the defense. The offense, but they were Well, you know, I'm never going to forget the defense, Q. You know, I just got to love yeah. the defense. That's just me, though. But I, I I do I do look at it from the standpoint of these young quarterbacks are making a serious bid for transitioning 
this NFL into its next era. And and looking at the way Jordan Love plays the game, the way C.J. Stroud is playing the game, there's something to be said. You, you talked about that, that formula. We've gotten so far away from the the non-microwavable approach to, to everything, instant. We want instant gratification on any and everything that takes place, especially if it's a top-round top draft pick. You go in the top 10, you're supposed to be this all-pro, rookie of the year, you know, pro bowler right out the gate as, as a rookie. And that became a, a unnecessary standard for, for top draft picks. And and I don't I don't think that that is to me in most cases the the best approach for for a player to have the opportunity for sustain, sustained success. Sometimes it does take sitting down, watching what a guy in front of you is doing and how they prepare and and what the do's and the don'ts are of what comes with you know the level that you're playing at. And yes, there is sometimes where getting thrown into the fire, you know, sink or swim type of mentality plays out, you know, best for the player, but sometimes it isn't. And and so to me, when when you see something like this happen, it's kinda it's kinda gratifying to be able to see some of the old school components that are still a part of of this new age of, of approaching things, which is I want it right now. You know, Jordan Love comes in under daunting circumstances. Aaron Rodgers leaves. Aaron Rodgers kind of torched the bridge on the way out, detonated it. There there was differences between him and, and the front office. Those things were made very apparent in the media. And now you have this messy separation. And that puts a whole lot of the attention solely on a Jordan Love and what's next? Because in a lot of ways, if Jordan Love falls and fails, it almost justifies that there was a horrible mistake made by letting Aaron Rodgers walk. And so to me, he's he's outplayed that. He's given this team some excitement. He's given given the, the fan base something to, to lean on and to, to be excited about. And and it's a great it's a great fan base for a player to do that. It's also on the C.J. Stroud front, because what Jordan Love's done has been impressive. You mentioned C.J. Stroud. Houston's the right team to get into the postseason from that division, because Jacksonville has been so inconsistent all year. Like, the closer it got to kickoff, the more I felt like, man, Tennessee's going to win this game. Like, Jacksonville, if you follow Jacksonville at all throughout the course of the year, the Jaguars were one of the more disappointing teams to where – yeah, man, they were on a path to be a one seed, and then it just sort of got worse and worse. And then Trevor Lawrence, who's never been injured or never missed a game, rather, Trevor Lawrence gets banged up. And it just seemed like I'm watching it going, man, Houston's been the better story in that division all year. The way C.J. Stroud has played, what D'Amico Ryans has done, this is an organization that was left for dead. People were mocking them when Davis Mills won that game and they were celebrating Lovey Smith at the end of last year. And here they are, a playoff team, same like they were mocking the Green Bay Packers and their handling of everything. Why would you draft a quarterback when you could have done this? And here they are, both playoff teams. It's a, it's a great story, and both those fan bases deserve it. Mm, well, so, there you go. puts a lot of pressure as we hear about some new openings that'll be happening in the NFL. 
puts a lot of pressure on this new new head coaches. It is Black Monday, isn't it? I mean, is this Black so Monday, Lee? Yes. This is yes, dark. it is Black Monday. This is Dark Monday. It is. Okay. Yes, Black it, Monday. Yes. De- right. It definitely is. I mean, uh, it's a dark day for somebody. You <laughs> it know? definitely is. All right. And it, it'll turn into a bright day for someone else. Yeah, there you um, go. But, again, I, I think there's a lot of pressure on them because a year from now, it could be a dark day for them. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, not everything is as silky smooth as, uh, you know, as other things. Are <laughs> but you know what, what is silky smooth? This planty good challenge that I'm I'm taking a part of with with silk almond milk, you know, I've been doing it for my breakfast. I want you all to join me, and you can win free breakfast. Guess how long, guys? For life. That's right. What? Breakfast yeah. for free for life. All you gotta do is sign up and incorporate silk into your breakfast for seven days. Terms apply. No purchase necessary. Visit challenge dot silk.com that's visit challenge.silk.com he needs some silk he needs some silk it is two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio and coming up next here from these tyrac.com studios we're going to tell you about a bunch of haters bunch of haters and it involves the nfl it involves a superstar and it involves super bowl championships we'll get into that for you next be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, here on FSR. Very, very strange situation in the National Football League. 
And the more that people talk about it after it happened, the more bizarre it gets. Uh, We will hear from them coming up here in a little over 15 minutes from now on FSR. By the way, a reminder before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up if you've missed any of today's show, including... Well, we identified what stand on it means. All right, we have discovered what that means and some other slang stuff as well, too. Uh, make sure you check out the podcast that was discussed earlier this hour. All you do is you search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Follow, rate, and review. And again, search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, LeVar. Good morning, Brady. Guys, in case you missed this, we've talked a lot about the... That's right. <laughs> Guys, in case you missed it, we've talked a lot about the playoffs being set, uh, the different games, different places. Uh, but social media is calling Roger Goodell hey, a genius. Hey, Brady. <laughs> social media is calling Roger Goodell a genius for his brilliant really? playoff decision regarding Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs because they have set up Miami Dolphins at Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday on Peacock. We've talked a lot about on this show about how Taylor Swift was has been seen on every network, and now they think that they are driving uh, fans to go. She's seen on the cock. cock. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's Peacock. What it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pe- pe- yeah. Yeah. What's the problem? Peacock. Okay. Let's see it. Oh boy! Hey, Brady, you've done it this time. What? Don't you better not. I mean, you <laughs> did what? I mean, you did it. Oops! You, you, you made, uh, did it again. You made the principal mad. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> did it blink? I didn't do anything. Okay, I'm about to say because you can't <laughs> see the, the button. Go. You can't see the a bu- a broadcast professional here. Okay. I mean, uh, she's uh, yeah. The, the, that game will be streamed. You know, and on, on be, the <laughs> yeah. live stream. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, she now, didn't take uh, too nicely to Joe Coy, Joe Coy in some of his comments last. Yeah, night. that's right. I, on Friday, I talked about uh, if you guys were in or out on the Golden Globes in uh, out. Saw it on social media. Didn't watch. Brady, you said you were in because you saw Joe, Joe Coy was going to be hosting. Yeah, I, on social media, I saw the stuff. I watched it. Yeah. Well, in fact, I got some sound here for you of Joe Coy. Making a rip at uh, Taylor Swift right here. Take a listen. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Sorry about that. Please welcome the star of the up... So yeah, that was Joe Coy ripping Taylor Swift. For what was that? Night. Was somebody playing shuffleboard in the background? What was that? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I don't know that that was a rip, though. What I think we... that was some props. Well, like... she did not take it very what well. What did she say? What was her response? Nothing. She, she gave a death bad look. Oh. Yeah. oh. That wasn't even funny. She's like, don't be messing with my money now. Hey, don't be coming at Joe Coy like that, Jonas. You're, you're, you don't decide what's funny and what's not. Yeah, I do. I decide oh. that one. That ain't oh. funny. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're, you're sticking up for T-Swift here? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. 
Taylor, yeah, somebody's got to. Taylor Swift drove up ad sales by who knows how many percentage for the the NFL Viewership. and all the all of it. Too many haters out there. They can't do yeah. let love last any longer than what like yeah, ten don't minutes. Don't be coming at Joe Coy like that. I've, I've heard your little fake laugh you do on TV. I've what are you talking that. about? I just saw it. That's not. No, I just didn't. love when people anything. who aren't sports fans say certain things like how they mention sports. You could tell they never watch sports ever in their life. <laughs> After the football game. Game that was just played. Like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Sport. Definitely. <laughs> they say it's so dejected. <laughs> Disgusted. Like, how dare you like football? Were they tossing a pigskin around? <laughs> An oblong ball. Um, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> people can't just let uh, two consenting adults be in love and be happy like Travis and, Kelsey and, and Taylor it, Swift. Let it play out on over the, the major, you know, television broadcasting. It's really networks. disrespectful. Bunch so, of haters out there. I mean, I, honestly, I, though, I what if they turn. break up I'm after season? I'm T-Swift team now. What, what, if they, what if it comes out in the Inquirer or, or, that they're done after the season is over? I mean, wow. <laughs> will you have, be a believer that he'll, this was all a scam? Well, he'll be fine if, you follow, if you've seen his resume. Ain't that right, Lee? Yikes. Yes, that is right. Kayla Nicole. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Favorite of mine, yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, what else we got, Lee? Guys, uh, Saquon Barkley talked after the uh, after the win uh, yesterday in the locker room and was uh, made some comments that made it clear that he might not be with the Giants next year. Take a listen. How frustrating is it to not be in the playoffs and your season ends before the fun begins? Uh, I mean, I think it's more frustrating when you when you first realize you're eliminated, which is probably like two or three weeks ago. Um, now you come to this game knowing that this is the last game of the year. But the beauty of it is, it's not the beauty of it, it's just the nature of the NFL, that this is the last time you're going to be a locker room. No matter what, this locker room is going to be completely different. That's how, that's how it works. You know, through my six years, every year it's been a, a whole new team. Um, obviously, you keep a lot of the, the, the key players and core players, but uh, you're going to have new players every year. So to go out um, on a win, uh, with these guys, it's meaningful. It means a lot. And, uh, I just made sure that I went around and told every single player that I'm thankful for them. And, uh, it was an honor to, to, to play alongside with all these guys. Boy, yeah, sounds like a goodbye to me. And boy, did he get dealt a bag of crap era for the Giants to be a part of. He couldn't have come around, like, what, 10 years earlier? Yeah. You know, just been a part of some Super Bowl teams and said he's got to deal with that and didn't even get a long-term deal. Now he's going to be off and running somewhere else. And I was thinking about that too. You know, you think about the parents. You're like, why couldn't they just have that passion at night, like sooner? <laughs> right. You know, what took you so long? Yeah. Like, why? Why couldn't you have? No. Um, there's a lot of truth to what he said, though. Like, even if it's in a successful season, you still miss some pieces. You got some glue guys, some guys who aren't going to be back. Like in a successful season, guys want to capitalize on it. In a bad season, everyone wants to turn over the roster and make all these changes. I mean. He could be talking about himself, but I also think he's talking about the reality of that locker room. Like, that locker room is going to be very different when you're a playoff team a year ago and you fall way short of that this year. So, it's the reality of the NFL, man. It's sad. You know, like, that group will, you know, never that same group will never be together again, you know? I mean, he's been a pretty good soldier throughout the way, though. Like he's he been has, awesome. And, and now he's just sort of... You know, going to kind of go into the off season. Uh, Derrick Henry, who knows, maybe he's done as well too uh, in Tennessee. So you could have some, uh, you know, some what a last performance for him if it, if it is. Yeah, 
Don't devalue me. I gave you, I gave you, gave you something special on my way out. When's the last time you heard a player grab the mic when there has been no decision made and just say goodbye to everybody <laughs> in, in the stadium? <laughs> it's almost like he was getting ahead of it. Like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, whoa, wait, uh, haven't even talked yet. No, we're good. And then afterwards, uh, you know, wasn't as strongly, wasn't as strongly. Did Lee do that one time? Else. Yeah. Didn't Lee do that to us? He's done that. Maybe it was Sam. Times. I can't remember who did it. Huh. <laughs> Here he goes. Maybe both. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.